And hello, everybody. It is Tom Chenault. It's Adrian Chenault. It's the Network Marketing Leadership Show. And guess what? What? Hard working guy coming up, John Melton. So what he doesn't know is I know more about him than he knows about himself. Uh, <laughs> Michelle Barnes is like your biggest fan. And she came down here. We had a, a long, long talk. And all she could talk about was your work ethic, your wife's work ethic, your integrity, and your commitment to your people at a level she'd never seen before in many, many years of her career. And uh, I just want to, first of all, come out and say that uh, Michelle Barnes, uh, yesterday, the, the crazy thing about Clubhouse that I love is you never know what's going to come out of your own mouth. Right. So this guy named Elsid was speaking yesterday about difference makers in his life. And it turned out that Michelle Barnes was one of the difference makers in his life. And so I'm listening and I'm a moderator and I'm a speaker. And I thought, you know, she made a difference in my life. About 25 years ago, I was so obsessed with dating her. I couldn't even see straight. And so I'm like stalking her and she didn't even know it. She lived in the same town and everybody in the, she was made so much money and she was beautiful. And Bareko, BK Bareko had her on a horse, like naked driving down the road, like Lady Godiva. And I was like flipped out that this goddess lived in Longmont. But I, I mean, in Lincoln. So I was so scared of her. It was unbelievable because she was so phenomenally beautiful, so phenomenally smart, so phenomenally rich, so phenomenally gifted but I never, ever, ever executed it because I'm such an introvert. I tried to figure out the master up so she'd discover how wonderful I was, and she never did. So here we are 30 years later. She's one of my wife's best friends, and I have never, ever told that story, and I accidentally told it on Clubhouse yesterday. So now it's public information, so I thought I would out myself so there wasn't any kind of illicit stuff going on other than I could you know, does that make sense? So now, but anyway, the reason the whole story came up was because she thinks you and your wife are so unbelievable. And your systems with the ATM and what you're doing on TikTok and what you're doing everywhere is so unbelievable. So we thought we'd have you on to try to pick your brain, figure you out and steal some of your stuff. <laughs> steal away. How do you like that? <laughs> Take it away, baby. How are you, John? I'm doing good. I'm excited to be here. That's an awesome introduction. Well, no, I, I tell you, Cl Clubhouse, you never, you're right. You never know what's going to come out of your mouth. That's the one thing that I love about it, though, because it's not recorded. You can say it and there's no proof. Nobody has any evidence. But now you just repeated what you said. So now there is proof. So there's that. But yeah, I'm excited to be here. And I love Michelle. She's amazing. In fact, we've known her since uh, our very first network marketing company. Nadia and I met in 2001 in a company called Trek Alliance. And Michelle was one of the top earners. She was Trek, I stuff. remember that. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't that an offshoot of the other deal? The, the yeah, Equinox. The, huh? With Equinox? Equinox. Yeah, I yeah. was not in Equinox. Michelle was, but I was not. So I got involved in Trek and the owners of Trek were top earners from Equinox. Now, where did you meet Nadia? Because she's like 15 times better than you. And I, <laughs> I, definitely, I definitely married up, that's for sure. She's the um, best, man. There, look at her over there. Yeah, yeah so that's very, very cool. So she's, uh, yeah, she's smoking and she's so straight. You know, <laughs> what I love about her is she's not a chameleon. She will tell you how she feels. And that is such a refreshing thing. Yeah. 
Yeah, she yeah. says it like it is, and she can get away with it with the accent and the yeah, the eyes yeah, yeah. and all yep, the things. Yep, yep, but, yep, yep. Right. But but here's the thing. We we uh we met in the same network marketing company as Michelle, and she was Nadia was sidelined to me as well, and she was in Indiana. Uh, I was in Baltimore and we would compete. And it was funny because I was freaking terrified of public speaking. Like they couldn't get me up to up there to do a testimonial. And I was such a shark, such a red. I'm like, if you call my name, I will walk out. I would not go up there. I was so scared of public speaking. I was like, you said all I got to do is bring people. And that's what I'm doing. I'm bringing people. Now you're telling me I got to speak. You didn't tell me how to do that. So they would get Nadia to call me and try to convince me to speak in front of the room. So it took about six months, maybe eight months before I finally went up there. And I think I heard a guy on stage say the people in front of the room make the most money. And I'm like, well, frick. All right. Let me get let me get this thing a try. And of course, every time I go up there, uh, I'd black out. My knees would be shaking. I had no idea what I was saying, but got through it. And, you know, now today we do quite a bit of speaking. So there's yeah, the irony. That's great. So I would have I would have thought you were born with a microphone in your hand, John. Mm -hmm. So talk about that journey for you because that that real that genuinely a lot of people say that and i go yeah i could kind of see that i'm really i would have thought you were all extrovert all the time just out there before we go there did a consultant ask did you talk to a consultant about the pointed hair deal <laughs> i did not i did not no? this is all me <laughs> it's um, so cool all right good all right uh, who, told, who told me recently uh i think it was caesar rodriguez he goes man you know, you and Bob Heilig, you guys got the best hair in network marketing. You I'm really like, do. I'm so But jealous. I'm like, Bob's retired. So, you know, there's there's that. And he's like, well, then it's you, bro. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I think the problem with a lot of people is they, they have a lot of perfectionitis. Like, they don't want to do something unless they know they're going to be good at it. And, I, you know, obviously there's the fear and the anxiety of like, ah, I, I don't know what to say. I'm going to, I'm an imposter. Like, what am I going to talk about in front of the room? But the biggest thing is, I think it was just perfectionitis. Like I didn't want to go up there and not know what the heck I'm going to talk about. So fast forward years later, when I had uh, the whole presentation memorized and my entire training memorized, like I'd be thinking about other things while I'm doing the presentation. Right. So, you know, by the time I got good at presenting, you know, we were in front of large groups, of people. And, you know, luckily I had spoken in front of enough smaller groups to get comfortable speaking in front of large groups. And then I just took that to, to video once we started doing video in, in 2013. And, um, you know, it really helped a lot being, being, you know, more comfortable speaking in front of a group of people to turn on the camera and talk to the, the little dot in your phone, right? Like that, yeah. <laughs> that was a transition, but we were able to make it just because we were so used to speaking in front of the room all the time. That's really cool. And and it, that's it, right? You know, repetition is the name of the game. You know, like you just, you to some degree, the only answer is to just beat the nerves out of yourself, right? Right, right. Yeah. No, so you built good. that studio? You guys it's built the studio. studio. It's, just, it's just 3D wall panels. We're in, you know, this is like our bedrooms right here. We have a little office nook over here, bathroom down there. So this is our, our uh, 3D wall. But we have this in the basement too. So we're building a, a studio in our basement and we've got the same same 3D wall panels. So, it's so yeah. smart. It looks just phenomenal, and uh, it highlights your haircut. So that's <laughs> well, so that's super also, exciting. That's also so, ring light. Oh, there you go. Good. Wow. Because you know, one of the things when you guys start doing videos, for those of you watching, you're gonna start creating content. You like you don't want to have to think about that, like the setup and like where are we gonna do it. We need good lighting. You just want to know, like, I have this one spot where I do all my videos. And of course we do videos elsewhere, but most of our videos are done here in the studio. So going forward on that, 
Are you convinced that in network marketing, all this video, all this production, all this home-based stuff is the future? You guys are big in TikTok. You've obviously slayed it in the ATM. Now you've merged Clubhouse, ATM, and TikTok into one unbelievable machine. So I know it's working. So you guys are just going to keep levering that up. And that's you, you think that so do I, I happen to believe you're right, too. I mean, we're yeah. all over the same thing. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a no brainer. I mean, anybody trying to build a business in 2021 and beyond, like they're not leveraging technology. If they're not leveraging social media, like I'm confused. Like, are you trying to get your conversation in front of an audience? Like, do you have a message to share? Do you have a product that helps solve problems? Everybody's on social media. Everybody has a smartphone, right? This was 10 years ago when people still had freaking Blackberries. Sure. I'd understand the value in belly to belly, knee to knee, eye to eye. But now with the whole COVID thing, right? Like, what are you going to do? Home meetings or hotel meetings? Everybody's sit, you know, wearing a mask and social distancing. I mean, I can't even imagine doing it any other way. But we didn't just start using social media for the purpose of like getting in front of more people. Obviously, that's that's one of the advantages, right? Doing videos, putting out content, getting in front of an audience of people that don't know you from different parts of the world. But the biggest thing too is, I mean, even today, I still see people using social media all wrong, where it's like either they're constantly promoting their products and their business and they're damn infomercial for their company, or they're using technology like this. They're doing 17 Zooms a day. And they're working way too hard, leveraging technology, which is good. It's better than home meetings. But why do you have to have the same conversation 17 times in a row in one day, let alone, uh, you know, in a week? So for us, we wanted to automate a lot of the exposure process. So if I get a lead, if someone reaches out to me right now on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Pinterest, I don't care where it is. They reach out. They're like, what do you do? What company are you with? I'm looking to make money from home online. I'm going to add them to a group and tag them in a video that explains it to them. I'm not going to get on an hour phone call, a discovery call. I'm not going to get on a Zoom or FaceTime and spend 45 minutes building rapport and answering their questions. No, I'm going to add them to a group, tag them in some information. And then the next day I put them in a group chat so they can meet some other marketers on the team and get myself out of the way. And I can't tell you, like on Friday night, I think I was hanging out. Oh, no, I went to Sky Zone with my kids. So I'm at freaking Sky Zone. I'm playing dodgeball for the first time in a year. My body is still sore, by the way. Um, <laughs> but this woman was in a group chat and she owns a salon. So Friday night, she's you know not busy. She probably got off work, let's say six, seven o'clock. She pops back into that group chat and starts asking questions. Now I had set it up the day before with probably four different leaders on my team. One of them in particular, Tom, is responding to all her questions, helping her get started. She signed up. I wasn't involved in that conversation at all. I'm playing. I'm at, I'm at you know, Sky Zone. I'm jumping on a trampoline. And she just joined my team. So it's really working smarter, not harder, leveraging technology the right way to create curiosity, automate the exposure process, and introduce your prospects to other people using Facebook Messenger versus doing three-way calls and Zooms so that you don't have to always be the end all for people to get their questions answered and get the support they need. So you'll just add three or four leaders into that group chat mm -hmm. with that prospect. You can walk away. One of them's going to pick up the ball. Are you guys watching this? It's pretty cool. 
don't listen to a dinosaur like me. You are out <laughs> of your mind. I'm telling you to get rid of the cell phone and get a rotary phone because it's funner. This guy has got you figured out. You've got to pay attention because he's what I love about him is he's still treating these prospects like human beings instead of prospects. Yeah. So because we're on regular radio, we all know that. And we love Genesis Communication Network out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. And Ted Anderson, my dear friend, who's had us on the radio for 12 years straight. Absolutely the most unbelievable guy I know. We've got to do a little commercial break for him. So we are coming back right after this. We have a whole another minute before that break. So why on earth, Mary Ann, why would you say it says no first break 16 unless we went two minutes early it's 1859 I apologize so you're gonna have to hear that whole Ted Anderson you're gonna hear it twice all right I uh, I got there I got the I got the clock wrong so keep going so all right so what I wanted so when we come back after the break so we talked to, you heard a little bit of this here but he's talking about this ATM so add tag message is what that stands for. But I let's do, so the next break is, or the next sec, segment is six minutes. And let's just do like a serious crash course where anybody who doesn't know what ATM's about, that we really nail that down for them. Because what you guys are doing is unbelievable. So we really now are going to go and take a quick commercial break. We are going to be right back right after this. We're on the Genesis Communication Network. We love Ted Anderson. We love Minneapolis, Minnesota. We really love John Melton and Nadia Melton. I am feeling a little cheated that Nadia is not on the screen, but we will get over it. And we'll be back right after this. Awesome. Great job, Adrian. <laughs> All right, this is the commercial. Ron Henley, Kathleen Cavender, dude, you have Olga. fans in the house. Oh Olga. my goodness! Oh, we love Olga. Tell Constance I said hi. This is a great day, man. I I do love Olga in New York. She's my buddy. New York City, good yeah. woman. She's the best. She's All my right, buddy. She has such good look at. She just has the most like composed presence. I just love watching her. She's super super cool. All right. <laughs> All right. So, you guys are a trip, man. <laughs> This is the easiest. You guys always have fun like this. Like even when you're like off the radio, is this how you guys are? Oh, no, oh we, my god, we fucking we, fight like cats. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like Nadia and I. They're like people are like you're always like this. I'm like yeah, well, we're in good moods at the same time, absolutely. But when not, man. It's, it's well, your your son is your boss. I work for him in this contact mapping, and it is a nightmare. I was supposed <laughs> to be retired. I'm 69 years old. You would think I was 21 and uh, and an intern because I don't get paid. He just a whip every day. It's a nightmare. He's really good at bringing coffee. He's really <laughs> good at that, actually. So uh, we uh, we have fun. This is so you want to really know what it's like to work with Tom Chenault. This is part one. He walks off screen mid sentence. Yeah. Uh, part two is that he just whatever comes into his mind, you have to know it right away. And so I'm like, I am sending the most important email of my life. I am doing this. Like, can you wait thirty seconds? And he will try to interject three or four different times. Not just with one story, but with a different story every time in those thirty seconds, and I'm like, I I can't. I, I did do that anything. to you today. Yeah, I know. But what's what's so sad about you? Just walk out if I'm interrupting you. Good call. <laughs> yeah, See we are after the show. We are like the we are like the Bickersons. I'll get you some coffee. No, we're yeah, good. Like, like a married couple. Like so uh, so, <laughs> talk a little bit about. Uh, well, actually, let, let me. I'll I'll tee this up. So, Clubhouse. This guy is is all over it on Clubhouse. He's all over it everywhere. So there's there's no big surprise there. But Clubhouse has just become, for me, and I, I know you're the same way. Like I love being at events. 
I, I have felt so like, oh, I like can't be with my people. Like it just doesn't, it hasn't felt right for the last year. And I feel like Clubhouse is finally like the one thing where there is this like sense of connection and like different people and different ideas and energy and all this kind of stuff. And so we're having a ton of fun with that. But I don't know if you, if this is the case for you, my number of connections and conversations that I'm having has just exploded on Clubhouse in a way that I, I haven't experienced anything like that before on any other platform. Is that the same for you, John? Yeah, Clubhouse is huge, man. I mean, it's it's there's so much potential there. And it's funny, too, because I think, you know, it, there's finally a platform for people that just don't want to do video. Right. Like, let's be honest. There's a lot of people out there. They got value to share like they they like the idea of using social media but they don't want to record tiktoks they don't want to do facebook live or they suck at doing videos whatever um but they can they can crush it on clubhouse for sure i mean it's you know you just hop on and all of a sudden someone's bringing you up to, to help moderate or speak or you can raise your hand and, and ask a question you can ask you know freaking uh elon musk is going to be on there real soon interviewing somebody right like Vladimir so <laughs> Putin. Yeah, you yeah, said Putin. Exactly. There you go. And I mean, you know, I was thinking about Trump. I'm like, Trump should get on Clubhouse, right? I mean, he's shut down everywhere else. I'm sure he will yeah. at some point. But be you, you got to assume that uh, Clubhouse will be huge and be more mainstream once it has Android, you know, maybe six months, 12 months ramp up period. Because it's kind of like TikTok, right? Like right. a lot of people, I think, downloaded TikTok in 2019, but it didn't really get people's attention until a year later especially us marketers so right. we'll see with clubhouse because it's kind of the opposite it's like all the marketers downloaded it first yeah. so we'll see if like the everyday person like will your neighbor be on clubhouse i don't know we'll see you know i think there's huge potential there for sure and there's definitely i mean dude it's always good to network with other you know entrepreneurs other networkers i mean it's it's been great for that but it'll be interesting to see if it's like you know like a mainstream platform like facebook instagram and, and tiktok Perfect. All right. So we got to come back from break real quick. We did a, a killer webinar on Clubhouse, contactmapping.com slash Clubhouse. You can go watch it for free. So go check that out. And we're back. It's Tom Chanel. This is the Network Marketing Leadership Show with my little boy, Adrian, and John Melton, who reminds me a lot of Adrian. And this segment is short. And then we're going to get into the nuts and bolts of John Melton and how he has built this dynasty, not once, but not twice, but like three times that I know of, because the guy has got game and that never happens. You know, there's these one hit wonders that, you know, you, you got caught, you got on the right side of a binary or something like this, but right. it's very, very difficult to do it more than one time. I mean, like impossible. Wouldn't you agree with that, John? Absolutely. I mean, oh, hard. and. I find out real quick who the imposters are out there. Yeah. They have a business go belly up. <laughs> and then you got to go back to work. I'll tell you one time, I'll never forget a company went out of business on me and uh, we were making 45 grand a month. And Denise looks at me and goes, what are we going to do? I go, I don't know. She says, we're going to have to go get jobs. I go, yeah, we'll have to go. One of us will go to Foley's for 22.5 a month. And then one of us will go over to JCPenney for 20,000 a month. And that'll replace our income. No, Denise, we don't have a choice. We have to go back into the popcorn popper and do it again. That's and right. she not swallowed her cigar, but that was true. But here's why. So I'm <laughs> in year six of Tesla. So I've had a tech. So you guys have Teslas and you love them. And that's one thing I have in common with you. But what? I, how long have you married? How long have you known the fabulous uh, Nadia? As long as I've been in network marketing. 
Well, okay, that's a great question. How long? Okay, let me repose it. How long you been in network marketing? 19 years. 19 years. Good. So she knew you when you were a drunk. Yes, absolutely. How exciting is that? My wife didn't. I don't think my wife would have. She just shot me. But at the (laughs) end of the day, you, you don't drink. So we've got Teslas in common. We've got network marketing in common. And we've got alcohol-free lifestyles for 13 years for you in common. And I just want to acknowledge you for that and thank you for that. And I've had conversations with you about people that we have in common that are trying to kick that thing, and you've helped me. And I just wanted to publicly tell you that I love you for that. Absolutely. And you know, I always talk about my best decisions. Network marketing was a great decision, getting started. Obviously, Mary Nadia, great decision. Building our personal brand, great decision. Walking away from a company I built for seven years to start all over, super scary. Toughest decision I ever made, but one of the best decisions. And then definitely quitting smoking and quitting drinking. So those two things uh, were at, right at the top of the list for sure. And with Nadia and with alcohol and with network marketing, to be successful in all those things, you had to have the same thing, which was an absolute obsession and gift of desperation. Yeah. How cool is that? So all you have to do is that. Just get so that's the way I was with Denise. Yeah, there you go. Network marketing. It's network marketing saved my life because I was headed down the wrong path. A lot of my friends that I grew up with, like they died of drug overdoses, suicide, went to jail. I mean, I went to jail. In fact, I remember they said one time in the presentation, they said you can be from Yale or jail. And I'm like, shit, I'm from jail. So (laughs) cool. I I can do this. But yeah, I had to quit drinking. If I would have kept drinking. Would have definitely ruined my marriage for sure. Uh, wouldn't have been been the successful network marketing leader that I am today. Like I can get away with it as a mortgage broker. So I was a mortgage broker for four years. I made about $600,000 in four years in my mid-20s. Basically taking what I learned in network marketing, work ethic, discipline, talking to humans, you know, overcoming objections, not getting discouraged, always keeping the pipeline full, all the things I learned. Right? I wish I had contact mapping da- back then, I'll tell you that. But um 2008, one of my good friends, uh, it was New Year's Eve day. He uh, relapsed on drugs, took his life, committed suicide. And I'm like, nope, I'm going to quit drinking because this is like, it was like a horrible thing, obviously. But I was like, I want to turn this into a positive in a weird way because I'm like, I want his death to matter in the sense, like his life to matter, really. But the fact that he took his life, I'm going to make it matter because I'm going to quit drinking because he took his life. Just like when my dad died of a heart attack when I was 23, he was 54. He died of a heart attack. I quit smoking that next day. So I kind of like done this type of thing before. And I'm like, drinking is a major problem for me. Like some people can have a couple glasses of wine, like my wife, and she's fine. She doesn't make any bad decisions. She's She didn't say anything she regrets. Me, two glasses of wine, baby, that's pre-gaming. Like, I might have two bottles and I'm just getting started. So I had to quit drinking. I mean, I definitely, like you, had an obsession, an addiction. Like if I'm going to drink, I'm going to drink a lot. And half the time, I'm a good time. The other half might get arrested. I didn't have much of a problem with alcohol. It just made my clothes fall off and I broke out in handcuffs. (laughs) (laughs) So those were the only two. Sounds about right. Those are the only two. I said, we got to take another break. Uh, in a little while. When is it? We're going to go 30 seconds fast. So we got 45 to go. Okay. So we're not going to take another break yet. John, I love you. 
And I love you because I think you think like me. And you're a wild man with a purpose. And everybody thinks you're a hot mess, but you're the smartest hot mess on the block. And that's the name of the game. Because, uh, you know, that hip slick and cool in network marketing, especially in mortgage banking, you got to kind of play the role. In this business, man, the more you can relate to people, the better off you are. And to be able to give that newcomer that shot that no one's ever given them is what this gift of this business is. And I think John and Nadia Melton are the absolute world greatest at it. So that's my story. I'm sticking to it. We go into this at the half. All right, we're going to take a little break. This is the Network Marketing Leadership Show. We'll be right back. And we're back. Long break. Unbelievable. Anna Gaspari. I didn't know you knew her. I love that woman. She is a beast. And she's watching. So that's exciting. That is What's up, Anna? (laughs) <laughs> that is so awesome. So John, you, you have done this in a few companies. You have, you know, you, some of them by choice, some of them, you know, things outside your control, you've had to build this thing and, you know, have that work ethic, have that commitment, have that integrity. But I would imagine you have also had to be the kind of person that people want to follow. And so talk about how you have maintained relationships across the 19 years you've been in network marketing, across companies over the years and and what you've done to to foster those relationships over all those years? Yeah, great question. I mean, I think relationships are everything. I mean, you talk to any top earner network marketing, they're going to tell you the number one thing that you need to do to be successful is is you got to build relationships, right? It's don't even look at it as prospecting. You're just making friends, right? It's really relationship marketing. I mean, it's it's a big reason for our success. But the interesting thing with social media is you can kind of like build a reputation with someone without ever meeting them, hardly ever talking to them, right? Because even if I engage with someone once in a while, I wish them a happy birthday once a year. You know how many times I wish someone a happy birthday, which I still do every day, by the way. I still do that every day. Uh, I wish someone a happy birthday and they're like, oh, watch all your videos, love your content. Now, we hardly ever talk. You know, maybe I prospected them at some point. You know, maybe they reached out to me and maybe they even bought some product, maybe, you know, whatever. But it's just like, Tom, you mentioned this, right? It's just like, be a good human. Just like, you know, be nice to people. Like who gives a shit if they're buying from you or they're joining your team? Obviously, you're going to spend time with the people that do join your team. You're going to spend time with the people that you are working with. Like I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time with someone that has no interest in being a part of what I'm doing, but I'm not going to be a jerk to them or ignore them or treat them less than just because they don't have an interest in being a part of what I'm doing because, you know, things change. And I think there's, there's, in fact, I have a lot of people in my organization today that at one point they were a burnt out network marketer. Right. They were done with network marketing, but, you know, the stars aligned and the timing was better and they reached out to me. They didn't even think to reach out to anybody else because I was one of the ones that poured into them or provided value to them and their teams. And when their company went out of business or when they were looking to make a big move, I was the one they reached out to because I was a friend first and a marketer second. That's so big. I mean, that's that's who you that's how you want to show up in the world. Right. That's all I want to do. Yeah. Thank you. And that's why you need contact mapping, baby. Right there, contactmapping.com. Man, I've never never heard such a succinct answer from Tom Chanel in my life. I don't know what just happened. You just never know what he's trying to pull out of me. So I'm looking at him going, where do you want me to go? So, yeah, okay. He said something so profound. I was just trying to agree. He kind of like just tossed it up for you. I, I kind of felt like that was, that was in your wheelhouse. All right. Keep going. <laughs> I, I think that's, that's so true. And it's amazing, you know, just the power of remembering people, whether it's on their birthday, whatever it is, 
you know, so often, I don't know if you've had this experience, John, but you know, you'll, you'll ping somebody out of the blue and say, I was thinking about you today, whatever it is. And all the time they go, oh my gosh, I was just about to call you, or I was just about to reach out to you or whatever it is. And like, no, you weren't. And that's okay. But like, they needed to hear from you that day. And it's God or the universe or the contact mapping app working through God in the universe. Put that person on your radar that day because that was their that was their day that they needed to hear from you and they go you know i've been wanting you know i've been watching your videos you know i i've been i finally made a decision i want to lose weight i finally made a decision that i want to take control of my health whatever it is and all of a sudden it's like you know immediately they were ready and you weren't even going to pitch them you just were loving on them how much time do we have another minute okay so you guys suck at (laughs) everybody if i hear one more thing about this app that app Yellow stickies, Excel spreadsheets, Act Goldmine, the Dewey Decimal System, and you go, well, I'm not going to use contact mapping, or I'm not going to use this because I've got this system, which is like 90% of you. I agree with you. I'm happy for you. Don't use the app, but use your system because you're not following up. I swear to you, you're not doing it. And the reason is, is because you hate the word F you, Tom. And the reason you hate the word F you, Tom, is because that means follow up, Tom. And instead of putting F you, Tom, on your sheet, put remember, Tom, little soft hearts beside my name and put that if that's going to make you call me because it will work. I promise you, because all we want to be is remembered. So please, whether you use our app or not, remember better. It will make you a better human being. All right. Go to contactmapping.com slash free. Go check out what we're talking about. You're going to thank us. We're going to have fun. We're going to go plus one minute on the clock so that we have some semblance of what the heck's going on. And so quick break. We're back. And we're back. It's the Network Marketing Leadership Show with Tom Chenault and Adrian Chenault. And I hope you're having a great day. It is, uh, it's an honor to be with John Melton. His wife, Nadia, is unbelievably cool too. If you haven't followed them on everything possible from Clubhouse to TikTok to Grinder, I don't care what it is, follow them because I'm telling you this couple is all of it in a bag of chips. He always says that he hates it when I say Grinder, and I think it's hilarious, but I'm going to tell you one thing right now. These are unbelievable people. And I get it from the highest places that I ought to emulate what they do in everything I do, because they work really, really hard. They work really, really smart. They create success for people and they let the underdog win, which is all I want to be when I grow up. So please do what they do. And hopefully you get some modicum of what they've got, right? That's it. Modicum. Wow. Big that, word. Was a, that was an SAT word right there. Thank you. <laughs> all right. So John, I want to, since I said we were doing this on the last segment and you just went a totally different direction, but I want to talk about ATM because what you guys are doing is so powerful. So add tag message, talk about what you're, talk about how you're doing it on Facebook. And then I want to talk about how that's evolving because all these other new platforms are are catching fire right now. Yeah. So we basically wanted to automate the exposure process. And we created a Facebook group years ago where we would just promote this weight loss program. And we were adding people to the group, tagging them in some before and afters. I mean, honestly, even before that, we had a team Facebook group that we would add prospects to, but it just, that just felt kind of wonky. So it was cool to have a group that was just dedicated to promoting the products, 
so that people had something to share with their prospects that were interested in losing weight. They were interested in learning more about the products where they didn't just have to send them a YouTube video or send them a link. You add them to this group and then kind of marinate in the group, right? And you can tag them in videos or tag them in before and after pictures you think they'll relate to. So instead of you posting all of that crap on your public profile, all of your social media, so that when someone that doesn't know you or hasn't seen you in a while shows up on your wall and they see your stuff, they're gonna be like, oh, this is, you know, this person is trying to sell me crap, right? Like all they see are you promoting your products, but you could do that inside your group. So in that group, you can add your best videos, your best content, and it's a community. So like everybody can contribute in the group where like on my social media, on my Instagram, my Facebook, like it's only me posting in the groups. It's the community. Like I literally just last week, I incentivized my team. I said for 24 hours, anybody that posts, a before and after picture, you're going to get entered into a raffle and we're going to give away some cash to like two or three people that, you know, are posting their before and after in, in that group. So, you know, it's really great to have a community, a group where everybody adds their prospects, they tag their people in, in the testimonials, the videos. And then we also have a business group. Same exact thing in the business group. There's a comp plan video, a getting started video. You know, we do recognition in that group, you know, so anybody interested in the business, you're adding them to that group and both groups have like a like an introduction post right where you're putting your best videos you're welcoming people to the group kind of telling them the purpose of the group and where to get started and then people are just tagging all of their their contacts in the comments and the thing i like about the groups now like at first people didn't like this but i did you have to accept the invite so you add your prospect to a group they can't see anything unless they accept the invite you can't tag them until they accept the invite. And we make it so that the groups are hidden. And the reason for that is you could protect the integrity of the group. Because if it's a hidden group, you can only get in there if you're added by someone else. And that way you know who added everybody to the group. You look up a member, it says who added them to the group. So if they say, how much is this? Where can I buy it? You can tag the person that added them to keep the integrity so that it's not just a, you know, a free for all and anybody can sign up anybody in the group and you can't track who was the one adding them and introducing them to the information. So if on the, on the Facebook wall, mm -hmm. somebody posts, I have a certain medical malady, your people are going to direct them into a private group to give them the answer. Yeah. So let's say someone does a post on their wall and they're like, OMG, this weight loss system is incredible. I've been on it for three weeks. I'm down, you know, six inches, 10 pounds. And I feel amazing. I'm so thankful. <clears throat> my friend Tom introduced me to this. That's it. Simple, just, gratitude post, just recognizing you're on this awesome program and you're just thankful you found it and you're feeling great. And then let's say 10, 15, 20 people are like, well, what is it? Well, well, what's good the idea. product? What's the system? Like, where do you get it? And then you just simply add them to the group, tag them in some information. And, you know, the thing is, there are some people that maybe, you know, they want some information without getting added to a group and you can kind of deal with those people. But for, you know, some simplicity purposes, we'd rather just add them to the group right then and there versus, you know, getting into a back and forth conversation, especially when someone's brand new and they don't really know how to overcome questions, objections, whatever. So I just tell people, listen, when someone says, yes, I'm interested, say, listen, the next step is I'm going to add you to this group. I'm going to tag you in a video that gives you more information on the product and the company. And then if you have questions tomorrow, I'm going to introduce you to some of my business partners, some of my mentors, some of the people I'm working with in a group message on Facebook. And here's the beauty. 
if you end up getting involved, you just do what I'm doing with you. Add people to group, tag them in videos, put them in a group chat, let the experts answer the questions and you earn while you learn. So you wouldn't strongly suggest that 350 people would not post something in the comments of how I get rid of this fever blister. <laughs> that is so hysterical. This morning I did a Facebook live and I said, the first thing I said was, please, I know I have a fever blister. You don't have to say anything like everybody take lysine. I think you have AIDS. I mean, more things came out of their people's mouth that it was unbelievable. Why didn't you guys just know the ATM system and send me to a private group where you could heal me versus embarrassing me? I had to erase about 20 things from the wall. I was going to say, you know, that's, but that's the reason people don't like network marketing. Yeah. Because of shit like that. It's like, I, I said I, I have a cold blister and now it's like, all you people are blowing me up. Like, it's just, you know, and I, and I understand it because when you're excited about your product, you got passion behind what you, you're like, oh my gosh, Tom, you got to try this. You gotta, and you know, some of them might not even selling anything. They might've just had this like home remedy, but it does come off as like very salesy and, and annoying. Yeah. Christina Williams, you've got to listen to the show. <laughs> you you got to send me private message me to tell me to buy some colloidal silver. <laughs> I, I, and I knew I was stepping into this one time, but I, we, oh, we had so all funny. these mosquitoes on our, on our back patio. I remember and that. I knew there was a, you know, I knew there was some essential oil or something like I wanted, I didn't want to put DEET on. I was like, how can I get rid of these things a natural way? And I swear to God, I could not get my messenger under control for a month because <laughs> it's just like world war three of so much stuff coming at me. And I was like, all right, never again. I'm never <laughs> for anything like this. again. It is so fun. Yeah. So don't even, and Christina, I love you. I could care less, man. I, uh, I'll get some colloidal silver. Uh, the name of the game, everybody is love people. Just treat them with the same respect that you want to be treated. Uh, you know, the whole story about how I forever, you know, I, I'm, I am everybody's poster child for a weight loss waiver, a shake, a cookie. I am telling you, people literally fight over me in the line at Starbucks to give me some product that's going to have me peel all kinds of weight because they think I want to lose weight and I didn't know how to do it. So that's going to solve my problem. They don't realize I have much deeper issues. And if they would just get to know me, it would be a better idea. And it's the same thing with Facebook or any one of these social media platforms. Try to think beyond your agenda, get to know the human being and drop them right where they want to be. Just like mylifestyleacademy.com teaches you to do, right, John? Yeah. I mean, our, our specialty, the thing that we love to teach is social media for network marketers to help them go from average to savage. <laughs> we, want yeah. to them, we want to help them build their business the right way on social media. And it look, it's a learning curve. It's a, I remember when I first started learning marketing from like Mike Dillard teaching attraction marketing. And then we were following like Ray Higdon and Shalene Johnson and Gary Vaynerchuk, right? His, his, his book. What was the first book, Nadia? Was it Jab, Jab, Right Hook? Right. And uh, or crush it, whatever. Bottom line, we started learning from all these experts. And I'm like, I think we can do is this. Is she naked or something? Why is she not on the screen? <laughs> we don't do a lot of interviews together. It's too, we have so much to say. It's, it's just too much. We'd, ra okay, we'd rather well. have her on separately and she can have her own conversation with you guys. All right, deal. All right. Yeah. All right. So there you go. Um, we but, love you, Nadia. Yeah. yeah. So we, we, we figured out a long time ago that when we train together, that's challenging. We can do it. But interviews together, dude, we just, 
It's too hard, too much. Got, Got too much to share. All right, we love her. That's yeah. awesome. But yeah, I mean, building a personal brand, learning how to market, it's a learning curve, but it is the one thing that network marketing companies do not teach, which is fascinating because it's network marketing. They don't teach you how to market. They don't teach you how to generate leads, create curiosity. They want you to network spam, network sell, network prospect, network push your products down everyone's throat when they post that they need to get rid of their mosquitoes or their fever blister, but they don't teach you how to attract people. Cause come on, how many of us would rather have people coming to us versus us having to go to them? Like, and that's why I love TikTok. I've got people that literally download the app a week, two weeks, a month later, two months later, they got 10,000 followers, 30,000 followers. Like I had a woman just five days ago, she did a video on TikTok, just sharing her story, her weight loss story. Uh, it was a pretty good video, but I mean, nothing like, you know, out of this world, like nothing that someone else couldn't easily do. She has literally thousands of comments. I think she's got like 8,000 hearts, likes, whatever, um, hundreds of shares. You know, her, her video literally went viral, which is crazy because it also blew up all her other videos. And here's the kicker. This is what I keep telling people. I'm like, that video will generate leads for weeks, maybe even months. We have videos that we posted that are generating leads from two, three months ago. That just doesn't happen on Facebook or Instagram. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so let's go a little bit deeper on that in the next one. Cause I want, I, I want to learn from you on TikTok. Cause what you guys are doing over there is, is really, really cool, but we only got a couple of minutes left. So last quick question on ATM. Are you, when you're meeting people on TikTok or Instagram or whatever, are you, are you saying, Hey, we've got this thing over on Facebook and you're bringing them over there or how are you handling that piece? Great question. So I'll say this, our top people are putting their link in their bio and they're okay. driving people to that or they're driving people to Instagram to then send them the link there. We have people that are, are doing some, they're doing some different things. I mean, I, I think this, if you have someone interested in the business, you need to friend them up on Facebook. But if yeah. it's someone interested in the products, I just think it's too much of a, a, a process to get a complete stranger that's interested in the products on TikTok to then friend them up on Facebook. It's too many steps. Like you're gonna lose a lot of people. I don't love driving people to the bio because then it's very obvious what you're doing and then they could end up ordering from Google or you know finding someone else to buy from or whatever. But um, that's that's been the easiest. Because again, here's the problem. If you do a video and it goes viral and it's getting leads for weeks and even maybe a couple months, it's so much easier if you just automate that process. So yeah. some of some of my leaders, some of my top producers, they're having customers buying the products every day that they don't know from TikTok videos they've done, you know, days, weeks, and months ago. So that's what they're doing right now. If you were to ask me that same question in six months, I might have a different answer, but that's been what's most effective. All right, yeah. let's take a break here because I'm confused now. So we're coming back right after this. This is the Network Marketing Leadership Show with Adrian Chenault, John Melton, and me. All right, we're at the break. I am so pissed off right now. <laughs> okay, I did a TikTok video from my bathtub <laughs> three days ago. It is the greatest thing I've ever seen. I cannot believe I have my, any, how much I love me. I'm watching it right now from the bathtub. 13 likes in four days. And some lady did a weight loss thing and she's got nothing. What the heck is that? 
This makes no sense. All right, we're at the break. He just really <laughs> threw his phone like all the way across the room. All right, take it away. What is wrong with you, man? And almost took out the lighting. All right. <laughs> so, um, all right, we're back. So let's talk. I, I want to go back into that relationship. You said some great stuff Huge. about this, the power of being patient. So I, I was on a, on the on the phone earlier today with a guy named Alexander Gonzalez. I met him on Clubhouse. Incredible guy. And he was taught, he was 90 pounds. He was like medically obese, 90, 90 pounds overweight. He's about my age. And he, you know, was an athlete, super, you know, in a fraternity in all, you know, super popular, whatever guy in high school and college gained all this weight, very charismatic dude had, you know, he said, I, I can't even tell you how many times I was pitched weight loss stuff because everybody knew I was an athlete that I had all this charisma that I had all this talent, but it was, you know, it just, it was humiliating every time that it was like, okay, well, i you know, like obviously Alexander is the guy for this. And he said, you know, I finally got tired of it. And a friend of mine from college had gotten into another network marketing company was in super, super good shape and could just sense that I was getting this all the time, never called me on the deal. And when I finally decided that it was time, I reached out to him because he cared about me yep. because he stayed with me because he wasn't trying to trap me into a deal all the time. And that's what it went like. And so, how, I mean, that's really the name of the game, isn't it? In terms of building relationships that are real, that are powerful and figuring out when they're ready and asking them then versus just totally pouncing on people, right? No doubt about it. You're going to buy people. You're enrolling with a person. The product's not going to work for a while. The company is not going to work for a while. The comp plan is not going to work for a while. It's all about the, and you're lined up. How many people are in your company total distributors? 10,000, 10 million? Do you have any uh, idea? A million? Let's maybe maybe, maybe 200,000 worldwide. Okay, 200,000. They're all lined up side by side. That's your competition. Right. You've got to set yourself up apart from everybody else in your company. You've all got the identical everything. It's you. Right. And if everybody can get that and he who loves and remembers more wins. That's what's so crazy. When yeah. that company went down many years ago that I was in and I had to switch companies, I had to hire somebody to handle my phone because all of a sudden there was a lot of volume out there in the world. And I was getting offers every day, huge offers. And I could care less about those offers. I cared about the people that called and cared about me. And that's where I went to was joining somebody that cared about me, cared about my family, cared about my future, not all the promises and all the horse manure, but somebody that actually cared about me. Yeah. True story. Yeah. It boils down to trust, right? Yeah. There's a trust there. And in respect, hundred percent. We back about to. Okay. And we're back. It is the Network Marketing Leadership Show with Tom Chenault, Adrian Chenault, and John Melton. Without his wife, who's coming on at a later date, and this was just the precursor to the big show. So he <laughs> is like the very. He's like the glass of milk at the entry to the grocery store. You get the glass of milk, and then you go buy the peanut butter and the sandwich. His wife is the peanut butter in the sandwich. We're going to have her on one of these days, but you're going to have to tolerate him for about another 10 minutes. <laughs> and he's awesome. Take he is away. the best. So, uh, so we got to talk TikTok because 
everybody wants to figure this thing out. Very, very few have, especially in this space. And I think you guys are, are really among those who are leading the charge. And so what have you learned on TikTok so far? I mean, I think the neatest thing about TikTok is even if you're not an influencer, you've never done well on any other platform, you can crush it on TikTok. And it's like anything else, you got to go all in, right? You have to get committed. Like for us, we had so much going on that we had a very good excuse to not be on TikTok because we didn't need to be on TikTok. We still don't need to be on TikTok. But, you know, the fact is we saw people that weren't winning finally winning over on TikTok. Like they yeah. were struggling. They were grinding, trying to find people to, to, you know, take a look at their opportunity, finding people to ATM. They were struggling with, you know, getting in front of a cold market or, you know, generating leads. Because again, when you look, just scroll through your own Instagram and Facebook newsfeed. What do you see? You see people you already know, people you already follow on TikTok. Scroll on the For You page. And you're going to notice that most of those people you do not know. You might see some celebrities and stuff, but for the most part, you're like, I don't know these people. Like the fact that you can get in front of a cold audience. And again, they don't know if you're, you know, an influencer on another platform. They, you know, they might not have any clue what you sell or what you do, but they can see your content. And then it's your job to do a great job with creating content, consistently doing it. And that's what we did. We decided that, you know, we're going to get good at this platform. We're going to master it so we can teach our teams to use it. And we're going to go all in for 60 days. And we did how many TikToks, Nadia? 120? Yes. Yeah, 120 TikToks. We put on 40,000 followers. What? In 60 days. Yeah, we're up to like 77,000 followers now. But here's the thing. Here's the crazy thing. We've been on Instagram. As an example, I've been on Instagram for years and years and years. I don't even know, eight years, nine years. Who knows? Long time. I got 15,000 followers on Instagram. 15. That's it. 15,000. They're 77,000 followers and we're not even using it all that much. Like if I promoted or posted on there as much as some of the people on my team, I'm sure we'd be at 100,000, no time, 200,000. But the key is just like any platform is the three E's. You have to mostly empower, educate or entertain. We believe in entertainment. We like to have fun while we're yeah. educating. But the point is, if it's not shareable content, like your bathtub video, it might go viral later on. That's the crazy thing. If you keep showing up producing content, not only could a new video blow up, but all your previous videos will blow up. And that's the thing over there. Like any platform, if 80% of the time you're providing value, whether it's making people laugh, you're inspiring people, whatever it is, they're going to get to know you. They're going to get to, to you know trust you and look at you as an authority, an expert, whatever. And then obviously it's so much easier to convert those people. Like the thing I love about social media is when someone comes to me, my close ratio is through the roof. My close ratio is super high when someone comes to me versus me having to go prospect. If I go prospect 10, 15, 20 people, I'll have a decent close ratio because my years of experience and knowing how to overcome objections and my credibility but that's not as duplicatable as teaching someone how to post content on TikTok and learn how to tell their story, learn how to create curiosity so that they can get to a point where they literally have so many people coming to them and they have so many leads that they can't keep track. Like I want to have that problem that you were talking about where you had someone else having to manage your phone because your phone was blowing up. But I want my, my person that's been in for six months that isn't even really making much money. I want to see them have that type of explosion that's what excites me so you think you can do that with two posts a day you guys did over 60 days you did 120 so that's two a day not six a day so let me say this let me say this 
we have a woman on our team. Her name's Cindy. And I love Cindy because she is a prime example of someone that's using the platform consistently, not blowing up, hardly has any viral videos, but she'll post three, four, five, sometimes six times in a day because she's getting questions on her videos. She's then responding to those questions with video, with a new video that becomes a new TikTok video, but then it's also responding to that comment. So she's creating new content from responding to other comments and questions from previous videos. So she's not worried about how many likes or how many followers, like she is one of my top sellers every single week. She's putting in more and more customers without having any viral videos, without having any you know videos blow up, but she's very consistent. Even if she only gets a few hundred views on a video, it's consistently showing up, promoting the products, telling her story. And I'll tell you, she's, she's not really creating curiosity. Like she's very open with the name of the company, the name of the products, and it's working. So four or five of the, okay, so she's posting two or three times a day. Let's just use that or maybe five, sure. whatever the number is. Sure. Are they all product or are they lifestyle and product mixed together? She definitely mixes it up. She definitely That's what I want to do. But it is, it is more product promotion. Like the thing that's weird about TikTok, it's the first platform where you can like get away with being more promotional. Again, if you're incorporating storytelling, value, benefits, like it's not just selling and being cheesy and salesy, but- um, it's really counterintuitive because it's like, you can be more promotional over there. And I don't know, by the way, like I said, six months from now might be a totally different conversation. We might not be talking about TikTok, but right now we have people that are promoting their products more aggressively over there and they're having success and they're generating a lot of leads and a lot of sales from doing so. But still us, if you were to say, well, what are you guys doing? We're still following that, that 80, 20 rule or maybe even like 90, 10 you know, we're, we're being more subtle with what we do and, you know, yep. helping people make money online. So we still, we still follow that formula. <clears throat> All right. We're going to get out of here. We're not going to, the show's not going to end though. We're going to stick around for a few more minutes after this is over. We're going to get off a regular radio. So all you poor suckers that are listening on in Genesis communication network, I hate to break it to you. We're out of here, but please know we appreciate you. We will see you all next week. Who's our guest next week? Do we have any idea? I don't know, but you got to go to mylifestyleacademy.com to check out what John and Nadia are doing. They are just killing it and you want to learn from these And guys. we have to go to contactmapping.com too. Also that. It's pretty good. All right. We'll be see you next week. Thanks a lot, you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the show. You can get a lot more content like this going to contactmapping.com.